Welcome to EWN Sport Fantasy Football. It's your homegrown community in the FPL universe. So what today's episode is about is just an introduction to what this is about. We're looking to build an FPL community based in South Africa playing this global game that we all love. Now to start things off, we're going to be introducing a few guys in the room. I myself, my name is Wesley Peterson. I am a desk editor for EWN and basically I love playing the game. But in the room I have with me some other gentlemen and I'll ask them to introduce themselves now. Hi, my name is Mitch Matjanakev. KFM 94.5 presenter and of course a Spanish La Liga fan in an English Premier League fantasy group. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because I'm a Real Madrid supporter. Yeah. Uh, my name is Ashley. I am the audio producer for The Flash Drive on KFM 94.5. I am a Man United supporter Shut and up. I am so excited to be <laughs> on the one on train. <laughs> yes. Hey everyone, I'm Adrian Ephraim. I'm the EWN Sport Editor. I'm an Arsenal fan for my sins. Yeah, I'm a novice to this thing, um, so I'm here to learn and ask the dumb questions. Hi guys, I'm Jason. I work at Prime Media as a digital producer and I'm just really upset that I don't seem to have this radio voice that everyone else in the <laughs> Well, it's fine. <laughs> I was looking at you, and I was like, damn, that sounds good. Um, I am a team agnostic. I really am a supporter of the Fantasy League. So I go wherever the wind blows me. What you must know about Jason is that he's won the Prime Media League two years or two seasons running. Okay. So he is, um, two yeah, two, baby. by all accounts, yeah, he's the... <laughs> if you want to say it the way we say it. But without further ado, I think let's get the ball rolling with questions from Adrian. He's the new player. Are there a couple of things you want to know about the game before we get started this season? Like I said, I'm a, I'm a novice to this thing. So I want to know, what is this FB about? Why, what's all the hype about? Why is everyone getting so excited about this? And uh, how can I be involved and get better at this? So let's start from the beginning. Like, What do I need to do to get involved and to be a part of fantasy football? Yeah, so I think the game is quite easy to find. It's fancy Premier League. If you search it on your browser, you'll find the game. And once you're there, you need to register. So basically, the registration requires an email address. You'll have to get a password. And once you've done that, you're in the game. What's nice about the game is it's open to many football fans. So if you're watching Premier League particularly, you are going to love this game because it all centers around who you think will be the best players that week or that season. You pick them, you put them in a team of 15 players. So your squad is 15. And basically, Basically, you get a budget to work with. So that budget is never enough. 100 million pounds is what you get. Kind of like Arsenal's budget. Well, at least Arsenal can spend some money this season, I I Mm -hmm. guess. But um, yeah, basically, so you've got that budget to work with. You've got a squad of 15 to pick. And you're limited in how many defenders, forwards and midfielders you can have. Goalkeepers, of course. So two goalkeepers, five defenders, five midfielders, three forwards. So that is quite important to know because values obviously change. Like in the real world, you've got your forwards costing 12.5 million on the game all the way down to maybe six or if you're lucky under six and then you've got your goalkeepers who who range at the highest at about six for the most expensive goalkeeper who's the most expensive goalkeeper this season Allison and then there is Manchester City's goalkeeper as well of course it makes sense because they had tons of clean sheets last season but to get back to your question register log in and then take your hundred million pounds and then choose the best 15 you can afford and then we can get into positions a bit later. That's all well and good but I mean clearly the budget's not enough and I'm an Arsenal fan. Why can't I just choose 11 Arsenal players? I was just going to get onto that. You can only choose a maximum of three players per team. So if you want Arsenal players, choose your three best Arsenal players and you'll have to choose from the rest of the Premier League. Okay, so how do I go about doing that? So I mean clearly what are the kind of hints and tips that I need to know to craft my team to make sure that I meet budget but also have quality enough players to actually 
do something in this league. Where does one begin? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a minefield. I think I just wanted to start off by saying what's so great about this game is that it's based in real world environments yeah. and it's updated regularly with in terms of real world data week in week out people's prices change according to how they play it's such a tangible real world game that is 100% addictive yeah but you've been set a budget of 100 million you have to pick 15 players and you're only allowed to make one transfer every week so you get a free transfer at the start of of every game week um, and i think one of the most important things in the beginning is to find a balance in terms of your budget as I said you've got that 100 mil but you've got to spread it out quite evenly across your goalkeepers your midfielders your defenders and your forwards so for me I think the first thing is finding a balance and probably maybe even before that is finding those one or two players that you just know from the get-go I want that guy and you start to build your team around those players so I would think that the most obvious for everyone this season is Mo Salah he's at 12.5 yeah now 12.5 million out of 100 million budget on one guy is quite intense still so sounds a bit like a budget uh, like a like a bargain to me yeah <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm honest yeah well we'll see <laughs> so yeah so I think that's that's one of the most important things in the beginning is find the guys that you really want to invest in so find a defender a midfielder and a forward plug those guys in and then start to kind of tinker mm. around that now Mitch there are a lot of people who don't necessarily follow the Premier League yeah. but still want to be involved and still are like the kind of gamification of football what would you suggest to them do they have to be like students of the, of the Premier League uh, to, to be involved in a game like this I mean for me personally I'm a student of La Liga I yeah. watch La Liga week in week out mm. because I'm watching my team and I just it's a different style of football but I guess when you look at the Premier League in total it's the biggest league in the world all right so you can't escape it wherever you go there'll be something about the Premier League your friends around you will be talking about the Premier League so you get to a point where you're like you know what let me check what this thing is about you don't have to be a fan to play but you know all these big stars because when it comes to Ballon d'Or season they're throwing those names into the mix when it comes to international duties they're throwing those names as well in the mix so it comes to that point where it's not only about what league or what team you kind of support wherever in the world it's about knowing these big players so like knowing like your Mo Salah's knowing your Sadio Mane's, knowing your Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's, Masoud Uzel, because you know they'll cross over to different leagues as mm-hmm. well. So it's like becoming a fan of the player, not of the club or the league, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's an interesting point. At the end of the day, you're going to have to follow the league yeah. to follow form. Form's going to be a big indicator of which player you need to get. Particularly, I want to add on to what something Jason was saying about the balance and that initial team that you're selecting. You're going to have to look for the value players. Mm. And, and this is where you access, in order to access a Mo Salah, at 12.5, you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere else. And that's where you get your shining star early on, maybe for 5 million, 6.5, 6, even 4.5, you might get a bargain like that. And I think a lot of players at this point of the season, we are just weeks away. Guys are now starting to look for value and they're looking at preseason matches for that. Yeah. Are there any defenders playing out of position in midfield? It's a big one. Any midfielders playing out of position as strikers for their, for their respective teams? And oftentimes you go back to that newly promoted clubs like Aston Villa, Sheffield United, Norwich City. Perhaps there's a player in those ranks 
who can perform on the big stage. And if you can do that early on, you are set. But then, as the game progresses, the values change. So you might have bought Mo Salah for 12.5, and there's a very good chance that he'll end at 13.1 at the end of the season. So you can expect a 0.6 increase in value quite easily for a player that's really popular. That's like a real market system. Keeping in mind that you do want to get access to players that are going to explode. That's called the bandwagon, where you get a 4.5 player and everyone buys him. Of course, his value increases. That's the kind of thing you want to do early on. Wait, wait, bandwagon, wait, wait. It speaks to the value of a player. So right. if nobody owns a Norwich defender and Norwich starts with two clean sheets and everyone says, well, you need to get this right back that plays for Norwich, for example. What will happen is that people will see value in that player and they'll bring him into their teams. So he might have been owned by 1.2% of the game and all of a sudden he's owned by 7% of the game. Because of that interest in the player, his value increases. For every amount of people bringing that player into their squads, that value potentially could increase. So you score by having this player that you bought for, let's say, 4.5. He ends up being worth something like 4.9. If you sell him, then you make some profit off it. That's what happened last year with Wolves right back, Matt Doggerty, where in the beginning everyone was like, uh, and all of a sudden this kid's like making assists, scoring goals, and all of a sudden he's just price just increased. It was crazy. And the same thing happened with Juan Bissaka, yeah. who is now playing for <laughs> Manchester United. <laughs> Look how proud he said that. Look so, how proud so, uh, Juan Bissaka played for, for Palace last season yeah. as the right. right back, and he started off at 4 million. And 4 million is the get. cheapest that you can get for any player, right. unless they drop below that because they're not getting game time. And he ended off the season at quite a high. And he's priced now at Manchester United at 5.5. So in the last year, he went up by 1.5. And if he continues his form this season, he might move over to like 6 more, 6.5 more. Well, I have a feeling with that is because he might just get injured his back because he's carrying the team. So I don't think (laughs) it'll be worth much. So someone just listening to us now, I mean... I'm going to ask, like, so you guys are rambling on. What, what's in this for me? Are there prizes? Uh, is this just bragging rights at the coffee station? How big can this get? Well, the official prizes are, are pretty pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Something like uh, tickets to a match and, uh, you know, uh, consoles, yeah. games, those kind of things. But that's if you win a f- the official game uh, run by yeah. the Premier League. Problem with that is that there are over 5 million, getting close to like 6 million players, yeah. uh, something like that. But you can bet on more than 5, close to 6 million players playing this game. So your odds are pretty slim and even winning a week is really tough other than that you've got mini leagues a lot of guys play mini leagues I myself guys in this room we play mini leagues yeah. we play with a bunch of other guys maybe 20 to 30 guys some of them are paid leagues where there's a boodle at the end that you can win but I foresee us having a community league going with under the EWN sport banner and I think that'll be something fantastic to be part of so guys out there listening right now keep your eyes open for uh, for a league code coming your way we'll share that it'll be in the description of this podcast and basically Join our league and then play along and learn if you need to. And if you're not learning and you're competing, then come see if you can beat Jason. He's the reigning champ over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ca- I'm coming for Jason this year. It ain't about the money, it's about the bragging rights. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Now, in, in my experience, um, in the past year that I've been playing it, I, I would finish like 2 million and something. Like, how do the big guys do it? How do they get to that level of competition and competency in this game? Like, I want to compete with them and I feel like I'm just like a number and a statistic in all of this right down there, like 4 or 3 million. What do I need to do to get to that level? of uh, of competition. Jason mentioned earlier the balance and I think that was quite important with setting up your team but uh, also I think just to drop this in there um, you've got to play with your head not your heart. It's an old Uh. cliche but it rings true for FBL. So no Ozil then. 
Yeah, I think Ozil, I, I, even, I think even so. blonde Ozil, I, I don't think, know. I think put him in. I, I'm definitely putting him in. See, Mitch but, plays with his heart. But <laughs> that's the thing. So if Ozil's starting to perform yeah. and you feel that you need to put him in, put him in immediately. Don't wait. Because you wait two weeks, his price goes up, yeah. then you're stuffed because you don't have enough. But also the one thing that you need to keep in mind when playing fantasy Premier League is to be consistent with your team. Keep them updated. Make sure you're having a look at what's happening in and around the Premier League because I swear to you, one week that you drop and you're not moving your team around, changing your captain, moving defenders in, moving defenders out, whatever plays you need to. You can drop so many points oh. and that can be crucial. Thanks. That happened to me quite a few <laughs> times. We have been busy. I lost track of my team and I dropped points and it's so hard to pick up those points again. This is a 38-week campaign, but they obviously don't play every week. So you're looking at over 40 weeks of time spent yeah, thinking yeah. about this and playing it week in and week out. So you've got to have that kind of consistency, long-term set mindset but uh, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there because this is a fantasy game but luck I think one of the reasons why I've done quite well is I've turned it into a bit of a hobby myself mm-hmm. so that's how I framed it in my mind it's a hobby I enjoy re- it's part of the, the things that I read throughout yeah. the week I enjoy the fact that there's a lot of stats and numbers involved so that's how I've approached it it's all it's kind of all up to you and I've and I, and I think one of the best things is that I don't support one particular team yeah. so I'm not trying to squeeze the Pogba that's a big bonus Big bonus. Yeah. So I really am. I'll put it out there. I, I used to support Man United. And it <laughs> used to. Used to. What? It ain't about the drop in performance. Who do you I fell in love with the league, guys. I really did. With Ferguson. And then after that. <laughs> so I'm never going to hear the end of this. Someone mentioned the captaincy earlier. And uh, I don't ah. think we touched on captaincy. But yeah. So you've got yeah. your squad of players. You've Out of your 15 squad. You've uh-huh. got to pick 11 to play, of course. So on the bench, you'll have a goalkeeper and then three others. So out of your five defenders, you must at least field three. And then the rest you can play around with. So one to three forwards or sort of two to five midfielders. Can you have three midfielders. Three to five midfielders, yeah. So that's the rule. But then the big, big decision is who do you captain? And it's important because captain scores double. Your captain, um, you know, if your captain scores nine that means you are basically 18 points to the good. Um, so it's an extra nine points. So that's an important decision to make. So that's the one thing. And then obviously your your use of chips. Now, chips is something we haven't touched on. Yeah. So basically you get three chips to use in, in the season. That's uh-huh. not counting your two wild cards. So let me touch on wild cards very quickly. Playing your wild card allows you to completely change your entire squad for free. It's not going to cost you transfer points, nothing. So whatever okay. your team value is, that's the amount you'll have to spend. If your team value increased from 100 to 102, you'll have 102 to spend on any players you want. You can revamp your whole team. So your first wild card you can use between the start and the 31st of December, you can use a wild card for free. You can do that, but only once. Hmm. Your second wild card you can use from the 1st of Jan through to the end of the season. I guess that helps you with the transfer that happens in that January break. Okay. So therefore, now big names are coming in. You have the opportunity of playing your wild card and therefore using those guys who are coming in from other leagues and putting them in your yeah. team. You can think of a wild card essentially as what you're doing right now in right. pre-season is you're building a squad of 15 players. Mm. But obviously that wild card is not active yet because you're essentially in that in that phase right now. So wild cards will become active as soon as the season starts. Okay. And the other chips that I mentioned, so you've got three other chips. Uh, basically, you've got uh, triple captain. 
which is a great clip. But instead of scoring double, your captain scores triple. Uh, you've also got what's what's the other one? Freed. Freed basically for one game week, you yep. get to change your team up. It's a, it's a tricky chip to use because the if entire team, the entire team. So it's like a wild card, but it only lasts one game week. A wild card light. Yeah, yeah. wild card. <laughs> light. Well, it's tricky because if you change your team, if you play your free hit, you get to do this wild card for one week. But if the the week after your team goes back to what it was, uh. you need to plan for free hit. I must be honest, free hit is, is you can't use free hit willy nilly because of because mm. you come back to that same team. So you've got to plan it out and know that a week after your free hit, you're going to be sitting with this team and does that team still work? Yeah. A lot of things thinking is involved there. And the final one we did, bench boost, um, self-explanatory. You basically get all 15 players scoring points. Bench points count as well to your game week score. And your game week score is your, is your final score at the end of the uh, of the game week. That's your bread and butter. That's what you're looking for. Every game week, the team of 11 that you put on, on the field is going to accrue a certain amount of points according to how they play within that game week. So each position is set a different type of, of score limit. So to just have the players get onto the field they get one point if a player plays 60 minutes or more that immediately gives them two points and then you ideally want your whole team to play 60 minutes or more and then that means they get two points now as soon as you go over 60 minutes if your defensive line so that's your goalkeepers and your defenders keep a clean sheet that gives them an additional four points provided that they keep a clean sheet all the way till the end of the game so you could be at 88 minutes and then all of a sudden your goalkeeper leaks a goal there goes your four points but you still keep those two points because he played his 90 minutes but he didn't get a clean sheet so he doesn't get those four points and then obviously same for the defensive line and then your midfielders um, get one point if they keep a clean sheet um, and it's obviously it's the same in terms of uh, minutes for all the mm. way through um, and your forwards they, they don't kind of get any points for keeping a clean sheet yeah. That's not what I, I, I think I mean perhaps um, this is the kind of thing that you can go into the rules um, just to check the, what they score but it's important to know that when you're picking defenders you're looking for clean sheet defenders guys that are going to keep clean sheets and also guys that perhaps have an influence on the team result uh, because they score what is called bonus points so potentially a, a defender that does quite a lot in a game could get bonus points uh-huh. uh, and uh, at the end of the game week for every match there's sort of your top three players Best player in the game, according to the statistics, uh, gets three points, second best two, uh, third best one point. Mm. So bonus points is another thing. So you're looking at your defender and your goalkeepers, you're looking at clean sheet potential, mm. and you're looking at influence on the game, I would I, w- I would reckon. And then your midfielders, you're looking at creativity. So you're looking for assists and you're looking for goals from midfield. Because right. the goals from midfield get you an extra point over a goal from a forward. So goal scoring midfield is it's a big deal. Mm. And your goals from your defenders get the most. Yeah. yeah. So I think but you get four a, points. Yeah, you get four points for a for a, a goal from a forward, five points from a goal from a midfielder, yeah. and six points yeah. from a goal from a defender. But yeah, that's a bit of a. It could be a red heading, right? I mean, if you if, you, if you're picking a defender for his goal scoring potential, I mean, I don't know whether that's a great strategy because uh, you know there are. The odds are not in your favor anyway. So if you're mm. betting on one, two extra points, you know, four times a season, not mm. that many points. This is the beautiful thing about the game, which we were saying earlier about the, the, the how the tangibleness of of this game is that it's it's affected by how football is played. So I've been playing for say I think I've been playing for four or five years now, but the game has changed according to how football has changed, yeah. and budget and that balance of finding your team has changed because I guess you know days gone by you would throw all your money up front because you go forward score goals that's what they do yeah, but the game has changed as we see 
you, you're starting to have your wing backs who are now your defenders, but they score goals and they assist. Yeah. So the whole game and the structure just, you know, it changes yeah. week in, week out, season in, season out. And that for me is what makes me so addicted to this game. And to throw something in the mix, VAR. Ooh, that's forgot about that. <laughs> How's that going to affect yeah, so strategy? I think, I think uh, Adrian, on that point, I think that's something we're going to leave for next week. Okay. Um, we're going to be doing a full preview of the season uh, next week. We'll call it our pre-season boot camp or something like that. Mm. Chat about VAR, chat about the players to look out for, chat mm. about how you can set your teams up. Um, we'll get into more of the nitty-gritty then. Uh, yeah. It'll be... A, Let's call it intermediate to advanced level talk on FPL. Adrian's going to brush up on his skills. <laughs> um, but yeah, join us again next week when we uh, bring you this podcast, EWN Sport, Fantasy Football, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. So we'll give you details in the description as well about a league that you can join um, and become part of this community. But for now, uh, that's it. Uh, guys, uh, just goodbyes from you guys. Cheers, thank you. Cheers, have a good one. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, guys. So, cheers all, and may your sheets always be clean.